This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec, the podcast that keeps you updated and educated. Hello and welcome to episode 473 of the Tech Guide podcast. Great to have your company once again. My name is Stephen Fennick. I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, the new streaming service for news channels has just been launched. JBL celebrates its 75th anniversary and we talk to Australian General Manager Marcus Fry and the new HP Plus ecosystem that makes printing smarter and more sustainable. In the Tech Guide reviews, we're going to take a look at the latest Apple Watch Series 7, the new high-speed HDMI cables from Laser, and the iPad screen protector that makes it feel like you're drawing on paper. And we'll answer all of your tech questions, of course, in the Tech Guide help desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, the company that keeps you connected, and Norton, the company that keeps you protected. Well, there is yet another streaming service, would you believe? Foxtel has just launched Flash, a streaming service for news channels. So it's pretty much taking what it did for sports with KO Sports and doing it for news. So KO Sports, for those who, those many subscribers, is an all-sports service. So basically taking all of the sports channels from Foxtel and creating a standalone streaming service. And they've done the same thing now for their news channels. So Flash, which it has already kicked off, includes a lot of popular international news channels. There's 25 in total, and they include CNN, Sky News, BBC World News, Sky News UK, Sky News Australia, of course, where you can – I do a tech segment every Saturday morning at about 8.20 – uh, every Saturday, so if you're a Flash customer or a Foxtel customer, you can tune in and see see me on t- talking about tech. They've also uh, uh, the other stations include Bloomberg TV, Fox News, News.com.au, CNBC, uh, Storyful, Al Jazeera, uh, so many others. So 25 in total, and I'd say that may even increase in the near future. That, that's a, I think that's the starting lineup, which is pretty good. 25. And, and pretty evenly evenly matched channels too because you've got your CNNs and your Fox Newses and Wall Street Journal, Bloomberg, CNBC. So it's not – they're all pretty uh, varied in their in the, the way they lean politically. I think uh, CNN and, and Fox News are kind of a little bit opposite there. But you do get both on the service. So it's not it's not a one-sided service. It's pretty, pretty balanced there. Uh, and so this is going to cost $8 a month which is, I think, reasonable. And, and when you stack that up against what you get with KO Sports, cost costs $25 a month. Binge is the other service from Foxtel, from Stream Motion. That's their streaming company. That brings you all the entertainment channels for $14 a month. So you could, if you wanted to break down your Foxtel subscription, if you were thinking of going completely streaming, this could be an option. So you've got your 25 bucks a month for KO, Add 14 for Binge, so that's $39. Add the 8 bucks a month for Flash, so that takes you to $47, and you've got all the sport, all the news, and heaps of entertainment channels, and all streamed to you. And now, the, the other issue here for those who want to watch it on their television, there is, of course, no native Flash app on your smart TV yet, There is starting, I think Binge is starting to roll out to smart TVs. KO Sports is already on some TVs. So you may have to invest in either an Apple TV, which is uh, probably the best way, I think, to stream them, uh, no matter what TV you own. Chromecast is another way you can do that also. That's uh, $29. So it's Chromecast with Google TV. 
And so that, that way you can just download the app to that platform rather than waiting until your television brand, your the manufacturer decides to update or create a flash a flash app. But considering the relationship they've got with KO Sports and Binge and Foxtel for that matter, that may be sooner than you think. There may be the, the flash app on your television. So what can you expect for your eight bucks a month? Uh, you, you're not you're not just getting just a, a just a generic list of channels. They do have uh, like an editorial team that's actually aggregating the news. So they're giving you a dashboard so that when you tune in, you're actually seeing breaking news and and linking you to where where all that's happening. So it, it does give you there there is some editorial happening in terms of uh, bringing you breaking news, latest news, live things that are happening live. There's also way a facility for you to go back and 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 on watch things on demand as well, like documentaries and 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 stories and as and various things as well. It does use the same technical backbone. As KO Sports and Binge, naturally they're from the same company. So I think KO Sports and Binge were the models for this service as well. So they had a very strong foundation in how it can be done to bring you that. And as I said, that that editorial team continually aggregating content from the many news channels that form the service. There is also uh, similar features that you'll see on this as well, including multi-channel. So you can view, uh, you can see split view, which gives you four channels at the same time. So you can split your screen into four and have four different news channels happening, just like you can with uh, Fox, uh, with KO Sports. If there are a lot of games on at the same time, you can watch them all simultaneously if you, if you want to do that. And now you can do the same thing for news. The full list of channels is on Tech Guide. $8 a month. There is that 14-day free trial. So if you do want to take it up, 14 days for free. And if you don't cancel after that 14-day free trial, you'll be charged $8 a month. A couple of, couple of cups of coffee a month it costs for 25 channels. The full list of channels is up on Tech Guide, Al Jazeera, CNN, Fox News, Fox Sports News too is, is in there as well, Sky News Australia, Sky News UK, Sky News Weather, USA Today, Wall Street Journal, all of them in there. So the full list is up on Tech Guide. And if you're a news hound, you, you do love uh, keeping up with news and you don't have Foxtel, I have had a lot of people contact me saying, how how can I watch Sky News without having Foxtel? Well, uh, here's how you can do it. We're having uh, Flash, which is the new streaming service for eight bucks a month. You want to read more about it and check out those list of channels? You can do that. Techguide.com.au This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennick. Well, JBL is a brand we all know, and they are celebrating their 75th anniversary. It was back in 1946 when the company was founded, and fast forward 75 years later, they have had a massive impact on the music industry, on on movie the movie industry. Uh, they're also featured in outdoor venues, cinemas. So there is a high likelihood that you have heard a concert or a movie or you may be purchased a product uh, that has the JBL name on it. Uh, we caught up with Marcus Fry, who's the Australian head of uh, Harman. So Harman is the company that owns JBL and a, and a range of other audio companies. So Harman owns AKG, Harman Carden, Lexicon, Mark Levinson and JBL. JBL, of course, being one of the bigger uh, companies as well. And uh, JBL, of course, making headphones, earphones, Bluetooth speakers, soundbars, game headsets. They've really got a wide range of products. But we sat down with Marcus uh, to talk about the 75th anniversary. Well, Marcus, thanks for joining us on the Tech Guide podcast. And congratulations, 75 years of audio innovation with JBL. Well, thank you, Stephen. Thanks for having us. But um, you're right, absolutely. You know, 75 years of uh, um, of JBL, and um, you know what a what an amazing amazing company to work for. That uh, that um, they that can say they're 75 years old, let alone anything else. Yeah, not many companies can say they've got 75 years of experience under their belt. And of course, it all starts. I don't think a lot of people realise what JBL actually stands for. It's uh, James B. Lansing, who founded the company back in 1946, a radio engineer from Utah, who decided to make this incredible decision to start create his own brand of speakers. 
you know, I guess uh, I guess he sat there frustrated one day and said, you know, I can do better than this. And um, and then uh, credited his own speakers from that point of view. And from that day, from that day on, we've been um, supporting the, the music industry and other industries around the world with our audio products um, ever since. Um, and, um, and what a ride. And there are some incredible names too associated from the music industry. You mentioned like Quincy Jones, one of them, uh, all, all, all really influential people in the music industry too. Quincy Jones, Elton John, Sting, um, just, so, just so, to mention a few, um, Arnold Van Buren, multiple international DJs around the world, um, J-Lo, you know, and it's not just the people that, um, the artists that we've been working with for many, many years, um, it's also the, the venues, you know, places like Madison Square Gardens, the Staples um, Centre, um, you know, the, uh, the, our, our very own Kudos has, has JBL products in it, um, so anything from venues to, to cinemas um, and sports stadiums, you know, Tottenham Hotspur's new um, uh, stadium, which has uh, only been open a couple of years, that's one of the latest and greatest stadiums in the Premiership, and that is entirely fitted out with JBL and Harlem products. It, it's be fair to say that someone at one point or another would have heard a JBL speaker, whether they're at a concert, at a, at a game, in a cinema. So you, you, everyone has been listening to JBL for seventy five years. Well, you know, I think um, you know, there's no doubt about that. We've we've sold over one hundred and fifty million speakers in that period of time um, globally. But even if we just break that down to to Australia and New Zealand, just in the last. Um, just in the last two years, we'd have sold almost three million products across Australia and New to consumers. Let alone going to anybody walking into a cinema, going to a venue, or, uh, or even going to a pub or a club, where there's no doubt they would have definitely heard heard you know the audio come through our speakers. And just give us an idea, Marcus. The last, let's say, the last decade, how much has the as the industry changed? So people's adoption of Bluetooth speakers, earphones, and the and the music industry itself. What changes have you noticed here in Australia? Look, I think um, you know we've got to be grateful for, uh, for for that iPod that turned around um, a lot of this industry some many years ago. You know, since uh, since then, people have carried all of their music in their pocket, and um, and that just spurred on the more that people listen, the more they want to listen, and and uh, in, and in different ways, and um, and it's you know it's just it has reinvented uh, the I guess the the, the the view of being able to listen to music wherever you want, be it down the beach, by the pool, you know, in a club, or you know just just sitting at your desk. You know, with a set of headphones and, and trying to you know put the noise cancelling on and, and get the, get rid of the mm. certainly over the last few months getting rid of the kids in the background with being homeschooling. <laughs> and uh, the streaming services didn't hurt business either, did it? Apple Music, Spotify, you name it. The streaming services, literally, people have got access to any song ever produced. A hundred percent. And what's what I've seen recently is um, the advances in the streaming services, but you know where where the quality of the music actually that they can um, stream to you. Um, just enables you to sit back and enjoy enjoy your you know your, your devices that much more, um, and the more you want, the more you listen, the more more you want to listen to good quality audio, um, and um, and that's where we come into. Have you noticed that customers are becoming a little bit more discerning, a little bit you know, not scared to pay a little bit more for the quality, and not not just for the JBL products, but also subscribing to those high res streaming services. One hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and for that reason, like I said, you know, the more you listen to music, the more you want to listen to it and, and get really good quality. Um, so yeah, 100% we see. And, and during, uh, certainly during the, you know, COVID and the lockdown period, that's where a lot of money has been spent. People have been sitting back listening to music and like I said, you know, products like the noise cancelling headphones. Um, just to be able to do that, they, they can sit back and enjoy their entertainment, their home entertainment, um, and, um, you know, enjoy it more and more with the high quality. Audio is a very competitive market, and JBL does very well. But how 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 does JBL sit in the market? It seems that every second company is re- releasing a pair of earphones or speakers or headphones. How does JBL stay relevant and at the top of the market there? <laughs> well, you know, I think it's interesting. I, you know, I compare it um, to if you look at the look at the, the artists we support, right? So if you think about people like Elton John, who's a great example right now, who continues to reinvent himself. Yeah. Right. Over the many decades, right, and and you know, and we have to do that too. We reinvent ourselves um, with the, with the trends and what people are looking, you know, what people want. Um, so you know, that's um, it's given us a great op- opportunity to be able to not just bring speakers, but headphones, party boxes, which is which is a category of those, you know, those wider, lighter, uh, larger uh, speakers that we can have at home or we can have them outside um, and have a have a home party. 
Um, and um, I, I think, um, you know, the categories that we've, I guess, launched and, and been part of over the last sort of 10 years or so um, has been a real reinvention. You know, we're, we are the largest audio brand in the world, um, which is, sounds quite arrogant. But, you know, if you think about the length of time and the categories that we work under, um, every, you know, if, if there's a new category, we're definitely in there. Yeah. You know, Party Box is a great example. Um, you know, we're, we're by far the market leader in this country in Cross A and Z. Um, and, um, and I think it comes down to, you know, you know, great products, but a brand that people associate with, with, you know, the, the entertainment they, that they want as well. Um, and, um, you know, it's been, yeah. it's been a great journey from that point of view. I've noticed too that, uh, you, oh, JBL also make sound bars. They're also into gaming headsets. So, uh, not, not just earphones, headphones, it's all these other categories as well, because our entertainment isn't just limited to music. It's, there's also the gaming and, and, uh, watching good quality, uh, movies at home on, on quality equipment. A hundred percent. And I think you, you, you hit the nail on the head there, you know, people listen to, you know, the, Different um, parts of the entertainment. Gaming is a great example of that, and that you know the gaming market. A lot of people have been playing games over the last few years, and that market has gone, you know, has gone gangbusters. And um, and you know, people, we we we're not a gaming company, as you know, but we are an audio company. And um, you know, and and being able to play a game and uh, for a long period of time with a with a good pair of headphones with a good microphone is super important to these guys. Right, and and we believe we can offer just that. So we uh, we we launched into the category um, during the course of last year, and, and we're we're rolling that up and our presence in that during the course of this year and next. And um, yeah, it, what an amazing category! You know, that's uh, gaming is a is a is here to stay, and it will grow and grow. So, what can we look forward to in the future, Marcus? How's this? How do you reckon the, this category is going to go? Is it going to? It's obviously going to grow, but how is it going to change in the in the near future? Do you think? Well, I think one of the things that um, we've seen over the last 18 months is, I guess, for us to be able to deliver good quality sound, you know, the streaming services be able to, you know, they need to be able to deliver it, right? Um, but also the technology, the, the technology that we that we all use, also, um, you know, we need that to be in place. And, and quite frankly, we, we all know that the CPU chipsets chip around these days, you know, there's you know, our mobile phones can you know can land spaceships on the moon, right? These days, so. You know, we've now got the we've got the, the components and the, the, the delivery systems to be able to, to to advance our technology. And you know, as an example, if you look at the soundbar market, you know, Dolby Atmos has done a great um, uh, is a great technology to advance the, the whole um, cinema experience or sporting experience from your front room. Um, and we'll, I think we'll see Dolby Atmos fall, fall into more than just soundbars in the coming year or so. Fair enough. Well, it sounds to me that it's only going to get better and better. I appreciate your time today, Marcus. My pleasure, Steve. Great to speak to you, and hopefully we'll get to see each other soon. Well, HP has launched a new ecosystem. It's called HP+. Plus. Now, this is a time when home offices are more important than ever. We've spent a lot of time working from home, learning from home, and being able to print things, especially for kids that have got some school assignments, and even for for uh, any, anyone working from home who need to maybe print out some documents and, and do things like that. Having a reliable printer, but not only a reliable printer, but also a reliable system that can help you do that. Now, HP Plus is a smart cloud ecosystem that makes printing a lot easier, a lot more sustainable. It means that you being close to the printer, uh, that, that that doesn't matter how far away from the printer you are now. So people closest to the printer, uh, this is a, a solution that allows you to print from anywhere and from any device. So it's a, it's designed for both consumers and small businesses. So it's, it's smarter, more secure, and more sustainable. We'll talk about the sustainability a little bit later. But you, you think about today's home office and, and being able to, to set up your, your devices, but also being able to print from multiple devices. So we're talking tablets, smartphones, uh, computers. That's a lot easier now thanks to the HP Plus system, which means that the relationship you have with HP and your printers, normally you buy a printer and that's the end of the relationship you have with that company unless, un, until you need to buy ink from them. Well, with HP+, Plus, your printer is a connected device that not only you can access, but also that HP can monitor to, to keep an eye on your, your ink levels. 
So HP Plus includes six months free subscription to Instant Ink, which means it's a they by monitoring your ink levels, you are sent ink before you run out of it. So anyone who's anyone listening to this who had looked at their printer and think, oh, damn, I need new cartridges, has to rush up to the store to buy the new cartridges because their child has to print out an assignment or you have to print out a document for work. Now that's a thing of the past because HP has you back with their instant ink subscription. Not only that, that also this system also includes HP Smart App. So it lets you control and connect from anywhere. So you can see your printer, you can print to it from anywhere, whether you're in in your house or on the other side of the world. You can also uh, you can also have if you're say in an office situation, this is a feature I like. It's called private pickup. So you know those times, I don't know if you've ever worked in a big office where you've printed something out and you ran to the printer to make sure no one else picked it up by mistake or saw it. There might be some sensitive information. Now with private pickup, you can print it and then when you get to the printer, you type in a code and it'll then print it while you are standing in front of it. So it's not just going to spit it out before you get there. It's a small feature, but I think a smart one for for a lot of people. Uh, There's also smart security monitoring that can detect and prevent any malware attacks in the system as well. There's also an extra year of care from HP customer support. Now HP Plus has launched with a range of new printers as well. So the printers include this HP Plus service if you want to take it up. Uh, they include the HP LaserJet M200 series, the HP OfficeJet Pro 8000E and 9000E series, the DeskJet 2700E and 4100E series, and the Envy 6000E and 6400E series as well. So they're the printers that if you want to sign up to HP Plus, you can actually do it through the printer and through your connection as well. Now, on the sustainability front, they all the any cartridges that are that are used in the instant ink service any so not only do they drop off the ink the new ink cartridges but also take away your old ones and they are all, all repurposed recycled and so it's it is uh, the it, it comes with empty uh, satchels so you can put the printers in the empty cartridges in the satchels and that's mailed to the close the loop recycling facility so zero waste goes into landfill. And with that, the six-month trial of Instant Ink too, that that's, uh, means you don't have to worry about buying ink in for for uh, at least six months. And it is free, by the way, to join HP+. Plus. So you join HP+, Plus for free, you get six months of, of ink for free through Instant Ink as well. So well worth it. Uh, it does require a HP account and an internet connection, which I'm sure you all have. Uh, so the this cloud-connected printer that you have now will also keep itself up to date. So it'll run those updates, it'll be secure, and it'll be ready to print from anywhere. You want to find out about HP Plus, this new, this new smart cloud ecosystem? Check it out, techguide.com.au. Keeping you updated and educated, Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Netgear. They're Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. Is your Wi-Fi struggling to keep up with your streaming, work, gaming, video calling and more? And what happens if you're doing all of that at once? When you're connected to your world by Wi-Fi, be sure it's the best. Bring your Wi-Fi up to speed with Orbi Wi-Fi 6 from Netgear. Orbi Wi-Fi 6 is the best and latest in Wi-Fi. It covers your entire home with the fastest Wi-Fi for uninterrupted streaming, video calling and working and learning from home on more devices than ever before in any part of the house. It's Wi-Fi perfectly engineered. Are you ready for the best Wi-Fi ever? Find out more at netgear.com.au slash best Wi-Fi. And now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennec. Kicking off this week's reviews, we're talking about the brand new Apple Watch Series 7. Went on sale a few days ago. We've been using it for a little while. And I've got to say, the difference between 6 and 7, you may initially think there's not much of a difference, but there actually is a fair bit. And it all starts at the screen. I've got a shot of the Series 7 side-by-side with the Series 6, and I think that really illustrates quite well the increased display area that the Series 7 now offers. So the the device has only increased by barely a millimetre, 
but the screen area has increased by 20%. Uh, and that's a combination of having that extra millimetre of space, but also by having ultra-narrow borders. So uh, 20% extra screen space than Series 6. 50% extra screen space when compared to Series 3. And I have got a picture of the Series 3, Series 6, and Series 7 uh, beside the beside each other as well, just so you can appreciate the difference over the years that we've seen. But it's only when you have a full screen image on your watch that you really do see the difference, whether it's a photo, whether it's a full screen watch face, there is a lot more space on the screen. So much so, this extra space, so that the borders on the display are now just 1.7 millimetres wide. That's 40% thinner than Series 6 a year ago. So that display area is dramatically larger. You'll, you'll be surprised. Check, check out that the photos on Tech Guide on our review. And this also brings up the size of the watch. It went from 40 millimeter and 44 millimeter to 41 millimeter and 45 millimeter. Uh, so this extra screen space, though, Apple has really taken advantage of that. With new watch faces, uh, you can fit more text on the screen, larger passcode keys, uh, an easier to use calculator as well, and even a full QWERTY keyboard. I never, ever thought I would see a full keyboard on an Apple Watch. But with Series 7, that's exactly what you get. And you know what? It does, there is a couple of ways you can use it. You may think, oh, this is just too small to use. But there is QuickPath, which is Apple's version of swipe typing, which is surprisingly accurate as you're swiping between letters. But if you're a bit of a crow pecker, I, uh, if you do want to tap out one letter at a time, you can still do that as well, and it is remarkably accurate. Also, still uses uh, it, it. It does. It, it does. Uh, so you can have the swipe typing, but also it does do the auto correct. So if if you are trying to come up with a, a word, it'll work out what you're trying to type, whether it's whether you're swipe typing or just crow pecking the single letters uh, one at a time. The new watch face. There's the new contour watch face which has the numbers arranged on the outside, and these bleed into the curve of the screen. So if you hold the watch even side on, you can still see the numbers that are sort of bleeding like a, like a waterfall effect over the, over the right to the edge of the Apple Watch display. And the, the, the numbers that are closest to the hour hand are enlarged because it'll, it'll tell you, it's like, like it's coming up to 10 o'clock, then 8, 9 and 10 on that side of the watch are going to be enlarged. You can also, if you, do wind, if you do wind the digital crown, it also gives you that effect as well. The other, the other new face is the modular duo. And what that does, it does put larger complications right there at a glance. So you can put some data-rich complications like your heart rate, activity, world time. I've got the phases of the moon on mine as well. And it is because of that bigger screen space, you can see a lot more detail, a lot more information. So that uh, really helps there as well. There's also a portrait face, but I think that comes with uh, Watch OS 8. So it allows you to put a portrait photo up on your on Apple Watch Series 7 or anyone or, or a recent Apple Watch that's running Watch OS 8, which is also, of course, preloaded on Apple Watch Series 7. Now, on the design side, if you take a closer look, you'll find that the Apple Watch Series 7 has a little bit more, less, like more rounded corners. So it's less of a square shape, very subtle though. You can tell the difference with those side-by-side -side images. So that helps also with the screen space by having curved rather than more squarer corners that does lend itself to having more display area. The display, by the way, is also a little bit brighter indoors as well. So even when your wrist is down and you just want to glance at your at the time or look at a complication, you can still see it quite clearly thanks to that extra brightness, even without raising your wrist. Another improvement is the new crack-resistant front crystal. Front crystal is other words, otherwise known as the glass that's on top of the watch. Uh, it has a new IP6X dust resistance rating. Still has its current WR50 water resistance rating, so you can swim with this in the ocean, in a pool, wherever you want. So it does maintain that as well. The other improvement too is the charging architecture. 
And that means you can it can get you fully charged 33% faster than Series 6. Uh, and that, that occurs when you're using the new uh, included magnetic fast charger USB-C cable. You'll notice that the, the USB-C plug is slightly larger, which is required if you want to have a little bit higher higher power uh, throughput. Uh, that means that you, you can charge faster. So it takes uh, just 45 minutes to charge from zero to 80%. And if with just eight minutes of charging, that's enough to give you eight hours of sleep tracking. So if you're going to bed and you're down to like 10%, you can charge the watch for eight minutes and that's enough for it to track your sleep until you wake up for up to eight hours. So what, what like normally what I do with my Apple Watch is I use, I actually use as my alarm clock. So I charge it overnight by my bedside. So it's, it's going to be charged. It's got it's got all those hours to charge, but if you're wanting to use it as your sleep monitor, you can make sure you got enough charge to get you through. So have that extra eight minutes charging before you go to bed, and then what I'd suggest to do as soon as you wake up, put it on the charger. So that way, by the time you've had your breakfast, had a shower, your bre- all of that, you're ready to start your day or leave for the office or whatever you're doing the watch has probably had enough time to be fully charged by the time you have to start your day. So for those worried that I normally charge my watch overnight, what am I going to do if I want to have the sleep monitoring? When do I find time to charge it? It does charge a lot faster, so that really solves that issue anyway. Uh, On the health and wellness side, of course, Apple Watch Series 7 is still pretty highly credentialed. With It's got ECG still, has the uh, blood oxygen app, has high and low heart rate notifications, and also fall detection. Uh, what it doesn't have, and what I thought it would have, seeing that Samsung included this with their Galaxy Watch Series 4, it doesn't have blood pressure tracking. Now, with that, Samsung Watch Series 4 has it, but there's a little asterisk that goes beside that because to enable that, you need to calibrate it with a regular cuff reading. So you need to be at your doctor, have the cuff reading, and that reading then you uh, have to put into the watch and by it'll it'll then it'll monitor the increase and decrease of your blood pressure through the built-in heart rate monitor so as long as it knows its baseline which is the cuff reading for 28 days it can track the fluctuations for that time and then after 28 days you'll probably have to go and get another cuff reading if blood pressure tracking is something that is uh, important to you and that would be for a lot of people's health but Apple Watch Series 7 does not have that feature, I thought I'd point out. So uh, that's one thing that uh, normally th- there's nothing that Apple Watch has that the Samsung doesn't have and vice versa. In this instance, Samsung does have a feature that the Apple Watch does not. Who knows, maybe Apple Watch Series 8 may include that. Of course, on the fitness side, you've still got all of your exercises. There is now uh, room for track cycling, yoga, strength training, swimming, hiking, dance. And now with Watch OS 8, it also includes Tai Chi and Pilates as well. And uh, Apple Watch Series 7 is available in aluminium, a range of new colors, midnight, starlight, green, blue, product red. Uh, the new midnight and starlight colors, uh, I thought I'd point out, replace space gray and silver aluminium options. I have seen a bit of chatter online, on Twitter in particular, where there are some customers who they may have invested in a space grey or aluminium or silver bands, but now if they want to upgrade those bands, which by the way, the Series 5 and Series 6 bands will still work with Series 7 if you've already purchased them. So that's what's upset some people, that they can't get an, an upgraded space grey aluminium or silver aluminium. They've now got to settle for Midnight and Starlight, which are not quite the same colour as space grey and silver. So in this in this case, the bands don't quite match each other for that customer. There's been some people complaining about that online. It, it is, yeah, that's the situation. They don't have, they've got Midnight instead of space grey, Starlight instead of silver, which is not quite space grey and not quite silver. But they also have, uh, they've got green, blue and product red. Uh, if you're looking to stainless steel, they've got the graphite, silver, and gold as well. So Apple Watch Series 7. There's also Nike versions and Hermes versions as well. Uh, and they start, so Apple Watch Series 7 starts from $599. bucks. i would say uh, 
as I said in my story, a millimetre bigger but a mile better in terms of features and performance. So uh, definitely worth a look if you're looking to purchase your first Apple Watch or perhaps upgrade your existing Apple Watch. For the complete review, check it out, techguide.com.au. Okay, let's talk HDMI cables. Now, you might think, why the hell is this bloke going to talk about HDMI cables? Well, it's pretty important if you want to watch 4K at a certain quality or eventually you may even have an 8K TV right now or you may have a PlayStation 5, an Xbox Series X. You might want to experience that next level of performance. Now, Laser has just expanded its range of G-Tech, G-T-E-K, G-Tech Ultra Certified HDMI 2.1 cables. They've got the 3-meter options and 5-meter options, and I'm told it's the first time HDMI 2.1 cables in those lengths are being offered in Australia. So that's a first right there. Now, these cables have... A lot of technology built in. For a start, they can handle up to 8K resolution. They're compatible with 120 hertz refresh rate. They can handle 48-bit color, enhanced ARC, which is EARC, if you're connecting sound equipment or a soundbar. They can easily handle high dynamic range. And they have a 48 gigabits per second transfer rate, which is actually triple the bandwidth of a non-HDMI 2.1 cable. So having that capacity, and especially the transfer rate, 48 gigabits per second, if you're playing, if you're, you've are you got a, like a, a, a 4K projector, you might have a 4K TV or an 8K TV, you're running a 4K Blu-ray player, you've got streaming service that can support 4K. So all these bits of your chain have to be able to handle it. One weak link and things happen. You, you, you lose signal. Or you, the, the, the picture blinks out. It, what, it may not play at all. Uh, some systems do sort of dumb the signal down so you can still watch in maybe HD instead of 4K or instead of 8K. Some just blink out altogether. I had a, I had a, an issue here. It's without getting too technical. It was an EDID issue, which is like a handshake between the display, the cable, and the and the the source. If they're not playing nice, if one if the cable can't handle the constant stream of data, it's going to run home to its mother. It's going to just black out for a second or two and then come back on again when it catches up. Not very good for the experience. So a cable like this, which is certified, by the way, allows you to enjoy all of those features, 48 gigabits per second uh, and, and 120 hertz compatibility. But it also allows you to, it supports... If you're a gamer, it does support 4K at 120 hertz and 8K at 60 hertz and features like auto low latency mode, variable refresh rate. Yeah, I'm sure you've heard these terms spoken about or listed on, on a feature list of the latest, the 2021 TVs from brands like Samsung and LG and Hisense, but without the cable, it's just a feature. It's not something you can enjoy because you don't have the cable that can handle it. So if you've got your PlayStation 5, the 2021 TV, and this cable, then Bob's your uncle. So you can have uh, QFT, which is quick, quick frame transport, QMS, which is quick media streaming. So suddenly your experience is now gone to the next level. And, and we're talking if you've got a Sony PlayStation 5, if you've got an Xbox Series X, if you've got a Foxtel IQ5 or the latest 4K and 8K TVs, they will perform at this higher level thanks to this cable, the HDMI 2.1 cable. Laser was already one of the first companies to have its cable certified, and the certification, a stringent list of requirements to, uh, to, at these new lengths as well. The 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 or They already had a 1-meter cable out already, or 1.2, one, 1. they had a one point. Uh, cable 1.2 meter cable out already 
but this is the one point eight meter. Sorry, this is the first time they've got the three meter and the five meter. Uh, the three meter cable's priced at ninety nine dollars. The five meter cable, sorry, the three meter cable is seventy nine dollars. The five meter cable is ninety nine. So three meters seventy nine, five meters ninety nine, one point eight meter fifty nine, and all available exclusively. From JB Hi-Fi, the three meter cable has a, a gold band around the the top of the cable, so you can distinguish it. The five meter cable has a blue ring around the top of this. Pictures of on Tech Guide if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, I do have both the five K and the three, the five meter and the three meter. Five meters ideal if you're connecting a projector. So if you've got a ceiling mounted projector and your sources are in the corner of the room. That, that's ideal. Three meter, of course, is handy if you've got a, an 8K or a 4K TV and you just want to connect it to nearby sources in your in your 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 entertainment unit or maybe a little bit further away. But having that extra that extra length that really does help. The laser G-Tech HDMI 2.1 cables. I hope that sort of informed you about the requirements for HDMI. You may have heard HDMI 2.1. What does that mean? Well, now you know. These are the features that are enabled. Having HDMI 2.1 on your device isn't enough. You need a cable to support that as well between the devices, between your display, between your source. And the Laser G-Tech Ultra Certified HDMI 2.1 cables do just that. To read more, check it out, techguide.com.au. One thing I know, uh, I do know a few illustrators and artists and people who love to use the iPad as their canvas. Now, it's very handy. You've got Apple Pencil. You've got all the tools at your fingertips. But there's one thing that a lot of artists don't like, and that's the feeling of drawing on glass. That's the iPad. It's, uh, it's made of glass, and if you're running your pencil along that surface, it doesn't quite have the same feel as if you're drawing or writing on paper. But you know what? There is now a solution, and that's called, funny enough, Paper-like. Now, this is a screen protector that fits the iPad Pro or any iPad in the range. There's all different sizes. But the screen protector, once it's applied, has a coarse texture to it. So it replicates the feeling and the friction of a pen writing on paper. So now uh, a, a, a sketcher, an artist, uh, someone writing notes can now have that same tactile feeling of a what feels like pen on paper. It's available for the 12.9-inch iPad Pro, the 11-inch iPad Pro, the 10.9-inch iPad Air. So that's the same one as the 11-inch iPad Pro. You can use the same one. And the 10.2-inch iPad uh, as well, which has just been updated to the ninth generation. Each pack of Paperlike contains two Paperlike screen protectors. They're $59.95, and it once applied, it does give the iPad a more matte finish, so not as glossy. Uh, it does reduce reflections and glare, but there is a slight downside. I think if you, you having the screen protector on your screen, it does dull the color slightly, so, so the light refracting from the screen because of the coarse nature of the surface, it's refracted not in a straight line like to for you to view the much brighter, warmer colours. The colour warmth and brightness and, and vibrance does take a slight hit. Still looks okay. You can still watch your movies and things like that. But without the paper-like, you get its full brilliance, its full colour. With paper-like, you see it has been dulled slightly. I have put a side-by-side -side look at with Paperlike and without Paperlike, and you can tell you tell me if you can notice a difference. So it's hard to convey that in a photograph, but I think you can see a slight difference in the depth of the blacks, the, the warmth of the colours. It's only ever so slight, so don't think this is it just totally ruins your iPad. Not at all. But I think you should know that it, there it is going to be slightly duller than with than not having the Paperlike on the on the screen. <laughs> 
Now, there are full instructions on how to install it. It is actually pretty simple how they do it. They're, and everything you need is in the, is in the packaging, uh, including the stickers to secure it and the, the little wipe, the little cloth to get rid of the dust and little little sticker to pick up any little specks of dust before you apply it. Uh, it does give you a step-by-step guide. There is a, a QR code that will take you to a video that allows you to see full instructions. And once once that's applied, of course, you can get to work. Now, the other thing to consider, though, with the textured surface, it does, it does actually apply more friction. And so what that means is that running your pencil on glass doesn't create as much friction as running your Apple Pencil on paper-like because of that coarse surface. So the downside of that is that your Apple Pencil may wear out a little bit faster using paper-like. Now, anyone who's bought an Apple Pencil I'm not sure if you know, there is a spare nib, there is a spare tip in the box. So unless you've used Apple Pencil every day, all day, a lot of people may not know that. I didn't know that either. I actually looked at a box the other day and I found, oh, there's a second there's a second uh, tip in here. So uh, you do have that up your sleeve. I think uh, a small price to pay if you do prefer that feeling of, of writing and drawing on paper. I think there's a lot of people, a lot of creators that I've talked to, they absolutely love this product because it makes them feel, it puts them in the zone. It gives them that right muscle memory. They know the feeling they get it, it, it helps them get into where they need to be to create what they need to create and to be as to be at their best. So that, that's how important this is to people. So if you are used to a certain thing and it's suddenly changed, while it offers great convenience but it's different to the previous experience, that may affect people. In this instance, paper-like can take you back to that feeling of paper despite the fact that you are actually drawing and writing and painting or whatever you're doing on an iPad. Now, they are $59.95 for a two-pack in all those sizes I mentioned. So every iPad, even the new iPad mini, which was updated a few weeks ago, that also has one coming for that as well, the 8.3-inch iPad mini. They can be purchased from JB Hi-Fi, Amazon, and the good guys, and Officeworks is where you can get them. But all those details and our full review is at techguide.com.au. You're listening to Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Norton. They're the company that can keep you and your family safe online. Now, if you're an online gamer, you want the best performance while still helping to maintain your computer security. And that's exactly what Norton 360 for Gamers offers. The patented game optimizer technology can help maximize gaming performance while still helping to maintain the level of security you've come to expect from Norton LifeLock. Game Optimizer can free your PC from power-hungry programs running in the background that eat up your system's resources, helping you get more performance out of your rig. Whether you're a hardcore gamer or just a casual player, Norton 360 for Gamers helps provide multiple layers of protection for your devices, game accounts, and digital assets. Norton 360 for Gamers also includes features that help protect against cyber threats, including malware and webcam takeovers. If you want to help ensure all the available computing power of your system is allocated to the game for maximum performance, while still helping to maintain maximum protection, then put Norton 360 for Gamers on your team. Listeners of the Tech Guide podcast will receive a 50% discount to a year's subscription of Norton 360 for Gamers by using the promo code TECHGUIDE when they visit au.norton.com forward slash techguide. All your tech questions answered. This is the Tech Guide Help Desk. The Tech Guide Help Desk brought to you by our good friends at Belkin. Belkin make great screen protectors for your phone, batteries, MagSafe products. They've even got a face tracking mount. So you MagSafe product, you can track your face through this mount, battery operated. I've written about it on Tech Guide, but uh, belkin.com forward slash au if you want to find out more. Today on the Help Desk, I thought we'd talk about the new update to the Service New South Wales app that allows you now to display your vaccination certificate the moment that you check in. Now, for people listening in New South Wales who have now been enjoying a week of freedom out of lockdown, you're finding that venues that require you to check in and also produce your vaccination certificate means that you use the Service New South Wales app means then you have to go out of the app, 
find your vaccination certificate and show them. So it's a bit of a longer process. Now what's happened, the, you are now able to display your vaccination certificate right at the point where you check in. So that requires a, some, some work from you. Uh, I've, I've put a step-by-step instructions on how to do it. It's basically you going to your Medicare app, looking up your immunization history, and then finding the option to share with a check-in app. So you'll come to another screen. So you, once you click share with check-in, you'll come to another screen that gives you a choice between Service New South Wales or Service Victoria, obviously based on where you live. If you live in New South Wales, you click share next to Service New South Wales, and it will then send your certificate to the Service New South Wales app. So then when you check in, there is another option just below the name of the establishment, and you click on that, and then you can instantly produce your vaccination certificate. Now, a couple of things you need to make sure. Uh, one thing to ensure this works smoothly, you do need to upgrade to the latest version of Service New South Wales, which is version 7. To do that, if you're an iPhone user, go to the App Store. If you're an Android user, go to the Google Play Store and search for Service New South Wales. If the result says update, you need to update, which means you don't have the current version. If the result says open, it means you do have the latest version and you can get get make sure you're logged into Service New South Wales and then head over to the Medicare app to start the vaccination certificate share. It takes a few minutes. If it doesn't work the first time, make sure that you're updated to the latest version of Service New South Wales. Make sure you're logged into your Service New South Wales app as well. And it could just be that a lot of people are attempting to do this at the same time. Uh, I think now we're recording this on a Monday. This is this has been going since Friday. You probably should have a lot more luck. So uh, I've written a step-by-step instruction on how to do that, and you can check that out at techguide.com.au. And that brings us to the end of our show for this week. Anything that we spoke about, of course, you can find out at techguide.com.au. And please get in touch. We do love hearing from you. Email us at info at techguide.com.au or click the Ask Stephen Belkin icon and that'll create an email and send it straight to me. We want to also thank our sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and also Norton, the company that can keep you and your family safe online. Please support the sponsors that support the Tech Guide podcast. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week with another show. So until then, stay safe and stay connected. 